0: welcome everyone to the friends that carry on podcast where we dive deeper into our trips unpack tips and everything in between now sit back relax and get ready to go on a trip with your favorite group of friends
1: hello and welcome to friends that carry on podcast we as you know are a group of friends who like to travel the world and share our adventures uh, With our listeners, we try to create FOMO amongst ourselves and hopefully uh, do the same with our listeners inspire you to travel. Uh, Today, we are fortunate enough to have uh, Matt Kundrup from Matty K Travel Group join us. So, uh, Matt, welcome to the the Friends of Carry On podcast. Uh, Today, it'll be uh, me, Jim Scott, and Tony Price of the Friends uh, leading everyone on this journey. So, welcome
2: aboard, Matt. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Jim, for having me. It is an absolute honor to be here today and join you guys here on this Friday afternoon as we uh, we talk a little bit of travel, especially uh, with times how it's been uh, so incredibly difficult, uh, especially in the, the travel and tourism industry, to uh, have this opportunity to talk travel now as things start to open up and we can kind of really uh, think about what we're going to be hitting in the next few months and what's open, what's not open and, and where to get on a plane and head to right now.
1: Right. I'll know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, now Matt, uh, our Matty K travel group is out of, uh, you're on Long Island. Is that right? In New York?
2: Yes. Uh, everybody makes fun of me saying it, but we are uh, based <laughs> in Long Island, New York. Uh, I have to accentuate that Long Island accent there. Uh, we have, uh, 40 independent contractors, uh, spread out throughout the, uh, the union of the 50 states. I do not have anybody in Hawaii or Alaska, but pretty much just about every state we have a at least one independent contractor advisor, but home base storefront um, the headquarters is here in Long Island, New York. Great. Great. Now how uh,
1: that sounds like a pretty extensive network. Uh, how did you, do you want to tell us a little bit about how you got started in, in the history of Maddie K travel?
2: Um, we kind of got started by accident. It uh, it kind of just happened. It was uh, my background is actually has nothing to do with travel, tourism, or business. I am actually a paramedic uh, for the police department here in New York for the last uh, uh, almost eighteen years, and um, came a point where I was looking for something on the side to do to kind of. Uh, occupy my time that was a little bit different than talking with my wife about work every day and my wife being an emergency room nurse. And uh, the opportunity presented itself to start working and selling uh, Disney travel. And with that network, I went from selling just Disney vacations to selling cruises and all-inclusives to kind of just realizing that, hey, maybe I should, instead of working for somebody else, kind of go out on my own. And uh, that... Uh, kind of happened pretty quickly and during that time I suffered a career-ending uh, paramedic career and the injury that left me laid up literally in a bed uh, for a period of time to have that um, evil mind of how to grow a business how to grow and expand pretty quickly and the Maddie travel group was was formed and within that came Castle Vacations, which is our Disney-inspired travel agency. And then you also have MK Destination Weddings and Honeymoons, which is self-explanatory, focusing on honeymoons and destination weddings. And, and here we are a couple of years later, and uh, we are taking travel industry by storm. Uh, we're no nonsense. We love our clients. We treat all of our clients like family. And uh, we love every second of the travel industry. We really do.
1: Well, that's awesome. and that's also quite a segue from from paramedic to to travel advisor. That's a pretty wild uh, transition there.
2: Yeah, it's definitely not something you hear every day. Um, I have met a couple of retired nurses, retired police officers in the industry, but um, I, I mean even today I am uh, I am technically still employed as a paramedic. I am awaiting uh, retirement to kick in. Uh, From here and and have that happen. Uh, It's a a long, arduous process to have that happen, and uh, but you know, after uh, breaking your back and breaking uh, your femur, it kind of uh, uh, makes it uh, next to impossible to um, to do that job anymore. So we're moving on, and uh, and here we are. Like I said, it's thankfully that we I have this. Uh, Thankfully that this business. This industry has opened themselves with open arms to me and accepted me and my craziness and uh, <laughs> my my lack of a filter, as people will tell you. <laughs> um, that, that's probably your charm. Uh, it's, 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 it's <laughs> this is the Long been, Island charm, it, it's, right? It's, it's exactly, absolutely the Long Island charm. But it, this is this is fantastic. This is uh, and that is part of because of my background is why I, I've learned very quickly. Life is life is short. It's sweet. Um, we need to cherish it in a split second, you know, it can be taken from you. And, um, I, I put that same feeling into every vacation, every trip that we plan is about, um, that, that love for travel, that love for life. And it's so important to cherish our experiences with our family, our friends, our loved ones, and, and that's what we try to instill and bring to uh what we do with our clients
1: now that, that, that's fantastic i know with us especially we're at, at some special place on, on on uh obviously a vacation or trip or whatever and we're just either overlooking an incredible monument or building or looking out just at a great seascape or landscape one of our uh slogans that we came up with just as friends and now's uh, uh kind of a motto for our podcast is that life don't suck when you're sitting mm-hmm. there just enjoying that moment and you're just like you know life don't suck so uh, i we agree with your sentiment very much
2: there awesome yeah it's that's exactly it we, we have to cherish life and live every day like there is no tomorrow absolutely, absolutely.
1: now speaking of breaking your back um <laughs> Covid hit here a couple months ago, and I know that's just thrown everybody's world upside down, including being able to go and travel and, and everything else. So, um, not so much to go in detail on how that's um, what's going on with Covid, but how are you advising customers coming out of Covid, and 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 what do you see that now that it looks like at least a little bit on the horizon is the opportunity to start getting out and, and getting away from our. Isolation and our lockdowns and all that type of stuff.
2: Yeah, you know it's uh, it's different because every every state, every county has different rules, has different opinions, and no matter who you talk to, everybody's got a different uh, opinion on the topic. Uh, when COVID shut down, uh, it was I remember uh, vividly the phone call coming that my daughter's school was going to be shut down on March 16th. Um, obviously, it threw things into a whirlwind. We thought it was going to be a quick two-week thing, um, but here we are a couple months later. The world is opening back up uh, slowly. Some um, the what we know of travel is changed. Yeah, I actually just looked the other day for a direct flight home from Cancun back to JFK. I used to have 30 different options, and I had no direct options uh, that particular day. Yeah, um, but things are starting to change. Um, Cancun is open. I, I have some travel friends that are actually there right now. Uh, Jamaica, I believe, is opening their doors on uh, June 15th to clients. And and there's different rules you read online about if you're from the New York tri-state area, you would have to uh, quarantine if you go to Florida. Uh, the Floridians don't want us. There's things online saying that uh, the numbers are spiking. But uh, in, in the grand scheme of things, the world is starting to reopen uh, uh, slowly, and like I said, travel as you know it has changed and will change, and uh, things might go back to uh, pre-COVID. But here we are. Um, it's uh, it's been a, it's been a rough couple of months, but I, the, the world is opening up, and I and I think that uh, in time we will adjust to whether it's the masks or the sanitizer and all of that stuff, but. We'll get
0: there. Yeah, right. One of the things that, you know, well, obviously we, we're a travel podcast, we're travel junkies. So yep. one of the things we were talking about, you know, there's always the fine line, is it too soon or not? But for those who do want to, to travel, I mean, there's, you would think that there's probably some opportunities, you know, to travel now, whether it's immediately or in the near future. What are some of the things that you're seeing that you, you, you recommend or think some good good deals out there?
2: Um, there's some great, Hotel deals. Airfare, not so much. Everybody thinks now is the time to book air. Air, You're going to get some great air deals. I, I haven't seen that many great air deals. But as things start to open up, um, there are some great deals in the Caribbean, especially in your, what I call your, um, your three main uh, parts that are your mainstream, your Cancun, your Dominican Republic, Punta Cana, and Jamaica, Montego Bay, which you'd be flying into. There are some amazing deals as things start to slowly open. Your uh, AIC Hard Rock has some great, incredible deals going on right now. They even have, uh, they launched a voucher program. So if you're not sure your dates, uh, if you know you want to travel in 2020, uh, you pay a set price. And you can pretty much lock in that price for any time during the year with a with the exceptions of a couple of... Uh, um blackout dates and same thing for 2021 uh palace resorts is doing that buy one get one room and it doesn't have to be used at the same time uh is that and palace resorts
0: then, where, where's
2: that uh palace resorts has uh resorts in mexico and jamaica okay. the moon palace in jamaica and then they have leblanc and um uh, the palace resorts in cancun and uh also in cabo and um AM Resorts has a couple of places starting to slowly open. They're opening up a little slowly. Same thing with Sandals, uh, you know, as unique vacation, Sandals beaches. They're um, opening up a little slower. Uh, but um, definitely, uh, I know right now there's a couple of friends that are down at the Fives in Playa de Carmen is open. Um, El Dorado Maroma, uh, some friends are at this week and have been live streaming. It's uh obviously at a low capacity, but it's there. And mm-hmm. the safety measures are there because obviously if the safety measures aren't there and people are going to go away and they're not going to feel safe, it's not going to go over well when people go write reviews online or come back and tell their right. friends about it. It's They're investing a ton of money to make you feel safe. And these companies are partnering with some top companies. I, I, I believe it was a Hard Rock partnered with Ecolab to ensure that the guests feel safe, the rooms are clean. Uh, Universal down in Orlando is open. Don't even get me started on Disney. They're not (laughs) open yet. And that is just, and I'm a junkie. Uh, If you've ever heard of Disney junkies, I am a true and true, we're Disney, we're pass holders. We obviously have a Disney agency. We're in Disney all the time. Uh, They have really dropped the ball big time.
1: I thought Disney was supposed to be open by now. I mean, I knew they were shooting for it. I guess that hadn't happened.
2: Uh, Disney opened their uh, Disney Springs, which is nothing more than a shopping mall. That's really what Disney Springs is. There's nothing more to it. You can go there, you can go shopping, uh, but you're not seeing the characters. You're not going on any rides. You're not seeing the princesses. It is uh, glorified. It's a dining Outlet and it's a uh, shopping mall where you can spend money and give it to the mouse. Mm-hmm. That's what Disney Springs is.
0: <laughs> well, you got any updates on when when they're supposed to start opening up?
2: Uh, they're supposed to start opening up uh, in stages. Come, uh, I believe it was uh, July 11th for uh, resorts, but that doesn't guarantee you access to the parks. And so, even if you, even if you, so they got rid of the dining plans, they ripped that out from us. They got rid of the park hoppers. You have to make reservations to get into the parks. And if you're staying on property, there's still no guarantee that you're getting into a park. And even with that, the parks that do open in stages um, are opening in phases of Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and then you'll have Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom. But you have to make a reservation. It's only outdoor attractions are available. There's no... um, well, the dining is much, you know, is is changed vastly. If anybody thinks of Chef Mickey's, one of the most popular places to go when you went to Disney at the Contemporary Resort, it was a buffet style. Everybody got to see all the your main characters, hugs, kisses, spend time with the characters. That's all gone. That's over with. Uh, let alone uh, being able to take pictures or get close to these characters. So it, a lot of changes coming. Uh, I don't know if it's all going to be good or bad. If it's temporary, permanent, and it's something to kind of watch and see. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely not your typical. You know, my kids, we take them every year for their birthday. Each one of the my three daughters would go for to Disney, and uh, I have a five year old turning six in July. Mm-hmm. And you know, to to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars to go to Disney World, and nothing's <laughs> open. Right. Right.
0: We you were just having we'll that same conversation.
2: In the Caribbean, give me a give me a credit card, and we'll go to Hard Rock, or we'll go to we'll go to Moon Palace, or we'll go to Mar- Margaritaville.
0: Yeah, we were just having that same conversation. Our our youngest turned six in uh, April, when we originally thought about going. Of course, that got shot. So hopefully, it's still going to be back to some kind of normalcy by the time he turns seven next April.
2: But yeah, I think by next year you'll see. I think we need to, you know, feel it out. People need to feel comfortable because you don't want to discount people's feelings and their what their comfort levels are. Yeah. And you also don't want to discount the people that are ready to travel.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's kind of something said, as I walked across the street before they um, get a, a cup of coffee was if you want to travel, you should be free to travel. And if you want to stay home, you should be free to stay home and not feel pressured in either way. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what's important. And it was funny. Somebody said uh, during this whole thing here in New York, um, it was OK to go to Target and go shop there because that was an essential store. But if you went down the street to Kohl's, Kohl's, you couldn't go shop at. Right. You know, the supermarket was safe, but the hair salon wasn't. But
1: uh, <laughs> well, uh, I know around here, going to Lowe's was a madhouse. <laughs> you know, exactly. You're not, you're not allowed Lowe's, to go to your Lowe's local. Open,
2: uh, Home Depot was closed. It, it was it, it was crazy here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Well, the other thing I was going to ask you too, you're talking about some friends down in, in the Caribbean and in Mexico. Um, have they? Have you talked to them to see just kind of how the experience is as far as eating and you know hanging out and checking out some of the, the local scenes? Is that still open, or the, is it kind of just a,
2: a very you know well, reduced? Uh- so uh, things are reduced. I mean, things literally just opened. Um, Cancun opened to re- visitors on June 8th. And here we are on the 12th. So this is just four days ago. And if you think of all of these all-inclusive resorts, they have part of what they talk about is they have so many different restaurants uh, options and food options. If you're at 20%, 30% capacity, there's no sense in having 15 restaurants open and all that food. That, that's wasted food. Uh, What they did do, and I do know that what the fives in Playa de Carmen is doing is two of their restaurants are open. They're changing their menu each night. So instead of opening up all the restaurants, they have uh, changed it where the restaurants are open. Two of the restaurants are open, but they're giving you so you're not eating the same thing every night if you're going for a week. Right. So things are opening. Uh, I do know uh, our travel partner in Cancun, if you ever book a trip with Maddie K Travel, you are going to be met with Lomas Travel. They're going to have a nice sign. They're going to have a nice welcome bag. You cannot miss their white pants and their blue shirt. And they spray your luggage down. They are there with a mask. They're there with a welcome bag. They put you in a nice sanitized vehicle, bring you to your resort. Uh, The Fives had this uh, sanitizer machine that you actually walk in. It checks your temperature. It sprays this uh, disinfectant on you, and you're on your way.
1: (laughs) Well, that's the way to do it. I guess (laughs) exactly,
2: exactly it. Um, They're not making you wear, you know, uh, even across the street here on Long Island, um, you know, talking about wearing masks. You know, you have to wear a mask on a plane. You know, what do you want to do when you want to take a sip of water? What is my two year old going to do on a plane? It's impossible. Um, You don't have to wear a mask if you choose not to. If you, all the staff are wearing masks. They're um, separate, excuse me, they're separating themselves, um, but you can't be figured to wear a mask sitting in the pool. Uh, slowly, the pool bars are opening, and as the uh, capacity and occupancy goes up, we'll see the, uh, the more and more restaurants open and the more and more options open up.
1: What are you, uh, and maybe you're, it's too soon with you. You're the friends just getting down there that are, are at these resorts now, and just opened a few days ago, but are there any restrictions flying back into the states? Does anybody have to quarantine or do anything special other than maybe their temperature being taken to, to get back into the states properly?
2: Um, I haven't seen anything in particular. I do know that uh, you do have that questionnaire that you fill out now when you come back into the states that um, – uh, Customs and Border Patrol are f- asking you to fill out a little bit more in depth than your typical uh, form when you entered. I don't know whether they're checking temperatures. And each state has a different rule and regulation of where you visited. Do you have to quarantine? And who's enforcing that? You know, right now, if you're from the New York Tri-State area and you go to Florida, you're supposed to quote unquote quarantine. And I've had clients who have just recently traveled to Florida. They were from the New York area. They weren't asked to quarantine. Uh, obviously, they uh, were not sick. They followed all the same guidelines of staying six feet apart, wearing a mask. And um, when they came back here to New York, there was no um, no question about you know where you traveled, what you did. Uh, we have not had anybody yet come back from a Caribbean island or from a European island to ask that. I do know that um, some of the travel nurses that I've spoken to who were back and forth from Florida who came here to New York, that were lifesavers. You wanna talk about saving lives literally figuratively. These travel nurses flew back and forth from Florida here to New York to help us out. And um, they were on the plane on a regular basis. They were not required to quarantine or anything like that. Obviously they were healthcare workers, but there was no, um, you know, line set up. Oh, you know, here let's check your temperature type thing. It, it's kind of, uh, you know, a little bit of responsibility as an adult. If you're sick, stay home. If you're not sick, you know, feel free and travel, kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Something else I wanted to ask you about. I got, I got this. Uh, I heard that, you know, you put together some packages related to for some graduates.
2: Yes. So what we did is um, all of these high school graduates, college graduates, they missed out on graduation. They missed out on cap, gown, family, friends, being able to celebrate that milestone, whether it's graduating high school, graduating college. So we partnered with Tima, and we put together this amazing idea. Hard Rock Riviera Maya, the first week of August. Not going to lie, it might be a little hot <laughs> down there. But we promise an amazing, amazing experience. What we're going to do is we're going to recreate your graduation. Whether okay. it's high school or college, you come down, you visit with us. We have an amazing block of rooms set up with a great price. And we are going to recreate your graduation. We're going to do one for college graduates, and we're going to do one for high school graduates. College graduates, if you're over 21, you can have a cocktail. Your high school graduates, you can have a Shirley Temple. <laughs> but we are going to recreate that. And it's funny. Here Here in New York, they just passed the rule that if there's 150 or less people, you can hold a graduation. But if there's 151, it's not okay. Oh, wow. Come on down to the Caribbean. Come down to Hard Rock Riviera Maya August first through the seventh. Maddie K Travel Group, we have an amazing deal set up at the Hard Rock Group at Hard Rock Riviera Maya. We are gonna celebrate your graduation. Like whether it's from high school, college, even you know, my my middle daughter, she graduated from preschool. We'll be there. We're gonna gra- we're gonna celebrate that. <laughs> we're gonna God. celebrate nice. our preschool graduation going off to kindergarten. You can come down, we will have caps, gowns. Uh, you can bring your diploma or bring a copy of it, and we're going to hand it to you. Pomp, Circumstance, the whole nine yards, a big celebration is going to go on down there There for that.
1: Nice. And I and, uh, assume, obviously, family can come and that type of stuff. How, how does
2: that work? The more the merrier. We are actually working out a package and a plan that if you have a family large enough, uh, we're going to try to make it where the graduate can go for free. We're still working out those details. But, yes family, friends, everybody. We've got a big block of rooms. Uh, we've already spoken to the Hard Rock. Uh, if we need more rooms and you got a big family and you want to put it all together, uh, we're going to do this similar to how we would do a wedding group and we blocked off rooms. Some great deals go down there. By that point, the pool bars will be open. The restaurants will be open. And uh, there'll be direct flights from just about all your major cities. So if you don't have summer plans, and if you're up in the air about what to do for graduation, how to celebrate that graduation, uh, graduation gift even, go spend it with your family and your friends. Hard Rock Riviera Maya, August 1st to the 7th. I need a three-night minimum. Obviously, nobody wants to go away for just three nights. Go away for four or five nights. Spend it with your family and friends. You might see a Cameo appearance from Maddie K. If the <laughs> wife allows me out of the house for those days, because a week later, I, well, actually, August 8th, I got to be in Hard Rock Punta Cana, and then I'm right back at Hard Rock Riviera Maya on August uh, 16th for the Romance Travel Forum. So nice. I might as well just take a residency at Hard Rock. And, that sounds uh, terrible. Yeah, sounds yeah. like a, yeah, you know, that sounds like an awful lot. I, mean, I don't think my wife's going to go for it. <laughs> let's, let's, well, it's yeah. a family you know.
0: thing. Can, can't she come with it? <laughs>
2: I offered. I asked. I am. Um, she is possibly going to come with us. Okay. If um, if we do do it for our, uh, we we were actually just talking about this right before the podcast, and we are actually going to celebrate my daughter's uh, pre-K graduation at this event at, at Hard Rock Riviera Maya. Oh, so that's
0: perfect. Whether nice. it's
2: kindergarten, fifth grade, eighth grade, whatever it might be, we we will accommodate and we will make it. Obviously, we will make it age appropriate. We will make it accommodate whatever age group is needed but let's celebrate this milestone for children it's so important to honor their hard work especially in 2020 it's not easy being a kid and with everything that's gone on i watch my three little kids and they're struggling it's tough to be separated from your friends and your family and we really made it so by the time that august comes it'll be safe to travel. All of those safety measures will be in in place to uh, stay safe and travel at the same time.
1: That sounds fantastic. Uh, so, uh, can people go to maddieketravelgroup to get more details, or can you maybe after the podcast email us uh, a link to to the package if you got a specific? Uh, landing page on your your site that we can put up on our... We will. Yeah,
2: com. We're going to have a landing page. It was supposed to go up today. I shut off my email so you didn't hear the ding every five (laughs) seconds while we were doing this podcast. Uh, There is a landing page. After this, we will post that on the podcast on how to access us. But if you go to Matty K Travel Group, give us a call, send us an email. We have all the information. We have staff working. Literally, we've gone from being absolutely dead here in the office to being insane people are ready to travel
0: absolutely we are booking
2: travel like it's nobody's business it's incredible um the phones have been ringing like i said i put my phone on do not disturb here but otherwise it's ringing off the hook people want to travel it's good safe to travel um but you don't want to you don't want to discount those who are afraid if you're scared if you're nervous that's okay the time will come when you're more comfortable and we'll be there for you Yep. We will, if you have a question about it, ask us. Yeah. And I always say when somebody asks me about traveling, I said, you know, when they say, what what resort do you recommend or where do, what do you suggest? We will only sell, we will only recommend the place that I would take my wife and my three daughters. So if I'm suggesting a place, I've either been there with my wife and my three daughters or I would take my wife and three daughters. And there's places that I'm not sending you. And there's a reason why yep. and we don't talk about them. We don't have to. We we represent certain brands because we stand behind those brands and those brands stand behind us. And I can tell you without a doubt, I've been to Hard Rock Riviera Maya. My family's been there. We are going to be there this summer a couple of times. And you have to know when, when you send a client somewhere, it's not just about a sale. It's about a relationship. It's about a trust. That's why we are travel advisors. It's not just about that quick travel agent. Boom, see you later. Here's a here's a trip. Here's your travel documents. It is truly, let's book a trip. Let's let let's do this together.
0: That's awesome. Absolutely. Well, we'll definitely have um, a link to Maddie K's uh, website in our in our show notes up on the website friendsatcarryon.com. dot and then, of course, hit maddiektravelgroup. Um, and hit Maddie up. Try to book some
1: trips. Yep, absolutely. Well, uh, Matt, uh, let's uh, let's talk about a couple places. Uh, and obviously, you've probably been to a lot of places, but uh, uh, let's talk to a couple places you've been to recently. And, and first, let's start with with Punana in the Dominican Republic. Um, I believe you've gone there recently. What? Uh, give us some thoughts on that.
2: Um, well, be no surprise that I was at Hard Rock. Punta Cana. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it was literally right before uh, this whole coronavirus hit, and um, there was talk about it, it was going to happen, and we were there for two reasons. We were there, obviously, to spend some time with the family, we were there to uh, do some work at Hard Rock Punta Cana, we were there dealing with a new DMC that we had partnered with, and... Um, so, obviously, uh, Hard Rock Punta Cana has one of the most beautiful beaches you will ever see. It is literally right on the border of um, what would be considered Punta Cana to the Macau beach. And it is gorgeous. And it is incredible. A um, little windy. Uh, a lot of times, I think of uh, if you've ever been to Aruba, where it's constantly windy. And that constant wind. Uh, that time of year, it was a little windy. But the beach in Punta Cana at Hard Rock has something for everybody. And obviously, as Hard Rock Punta Cana reopens and it's a it's a very, very large property that has uh, seven, 14 buildings, there's seven sections and there's two sections to each building. So 14 sections. It's a large property. It's not all going to be open all at one shot. It would not be financially feasible to open up the whole property all at one shot. It was one of the best vacations. My father-in-law, is still to this moment, he was away with us. All he can talk about is the the sand and the beach. Oh my God, Matt! It was so incredible. <laughs> when are we going back to Rock Punta Cana? The the flight from JFK to Punta Cana, good four-hour flight. We did the VIP. If you don't know, there are VIP options to that. Um, uh, Some of the different airports, whether it's Club Mo Bay, down in Montego Bay, Cancun doesn't have one. Punta Cana does have a VIP service. We had checked that out. It's a fast track through customs immigration. Um, We used our DMC to get us right to our, our transfer, private transfer with a car seat, very important, um, that we, we find safety to be number one in Paramount off the Hard Rock, Punta Cana, and yes, they have a casino. Yes, they have three-card poker. Yes, they have blackjack. <laughs> yes, they have craps. And yes, they have drinks.
1: Do you partake in any of those?
2: I will not confirm nor deny if I partook <laughs> in all <laughs> the above. I'm assuming
1: they have some food too,
0: right?
2: <laughs> There might be some. uh Well, <laughs> there might be some, especially when you're walking right out of the the casino. There is an amazing little like to go place that has these great chicken wraps. But they close at four a.m. So if you get there at three fifty five a.m., you're out of luck. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, I just going to throw a, three... a, a quick okay. clarification. Four a.m. Yeah, you Yeah,
0: you mentioned DMC for for our listeners. So that uh, a a...
2: destination management company. Yeah. We call them DMCs. Yeah. So. Maticay Travel Group, when you when you land in a foreign country, if you're not a, a an avid regular travel junkie like us, as as we're sitting here talking, you know, you want to know when you're 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 coming into that foreign country and there's all of these people, oh, you want a taxi? Oh, do you need help with your bags? Do you need this? No. What you're gonna see when you book with us, or any of our partners for that matter, and and, and we are part of such an incredible consortium of travel agencies that you're going to see a sign. If you book with us, it says Mataki Travel, and there's going to be your name there, and there's going to be a sign up on the wall that says Mataki Travel. And you're going to walk up, get a cold bottle of water, and they're going to put you in a private vehicle, and they're going to whisk you away, take your bags, not a worry in the world, and bring you to your destination. Whatever that might be in, whether it's Punta Cana, Cancun, Los Cabos, Jamaica, or any of the other islands in the Caribbean. And they're going to take you and they're going to bring you to your destination. You're not going to be doing the stops, the 15 stops. If you've ever booked right. one of those online travel agencies, oh yeah, it looked like a great deal online, and now you know, <laughs> six hours after you you landed, you're, you might be pulling up to your your destination. Yeah, I've, been, I've been on a few of those. Get, you fit 14 people in an
0: eight passenger van. <laughs>
2: exactly. Well, you're sitting on top of your luggage, right. and you're going down a dirt road. No, you're getting into an air-conditioned vehicle. That destination management company knows me, knows our family, knows our company. Same thing. Car seats are ready. They're waiting for you. They're going to have room for your strollers, room for everything. They might have a cocktail waiting for you. You just got off a flight. It might have been delayed. You're wearing your mask. Whatever it might be, they are going to take you, get you there, get you checked in, make sure you're all set. And that's all part of the package. That's all part of what we arrange. So yeah, you can go online and sure, you can book something and it might sound great online and it might look great online, but nobody's got an invested interest in an online when you book online. And you book with a travel advisor, whether it's me, it's one of my partners, it's any travel advisor in this industry, we treat you like family. We are going to make sure you get to your destination. We are going to make sure that that transfer company we call them dmcs your hotel your resort is going to treat you like gold and and that's something that you will never find when you book through a online company or even one of those places that might offer you a gift card to a wholesale place if you come back and book something like that
0: yeah Yep. nice that That is awesome so just from a, a lodging and location perspective when it comes to Putacana, so Hard Rock, obviously your your go-to place then, huh? Uh,
2: it's one of my go-to places. It depends. If you want no kids, definitely not a place. I mean, there's uh, a, an adults-only section to that, but there, it, that's a family-friendly okay. resort. Um, there are adults-only resorts, whether it's a Secrets, Excellence. Um, there's definitely some great – Adults only places there. Okay. Um, I'm a big gambler, not gonna lie. We like to go to the casino at night. We like the nightclub. We like the entertainment. We like the pool vibe during the day. Nothing beats going to a Hard Rock. I mean, you've got the music, you've got the casino. Yeah. It's one of the it's one of the biggest casinos in in the Caribbean. Um, but that doesn't take away that there are so many other beautiful places within Punta Cana. While I was there last time, I actually, we were staying, at, we I spent a day at the Grand at um, Iberostar Grand. There we go. Drawing a mental blank for a second. The Iberostar Grand is within the complex of Iberostar. There's five actual, actually five resorts there within Iberostar. And I spent a day at Iberostar Grand. And you want to talk about an amazing adults only that you then have access to the party central of Iberostar and some of the different places within that complex if you stay at the Grand you can go to any of the different resorts within it and uh, it was absolutely it was beautiful there was no screaming kids there was no daddy, daddy I'm hungry daddy none of that It was especially if you're looking for somewhere to go the Iberostar Grand it, it, it's a place to go uh, we just did a wedding at Iberastar, um, I'm sorry, not Iberastar, at um, Paradisus Punta Cana that um, uh, was absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. The pictures are to die for. And they were. it's another great place. And within that, there's different levels of service, something to keep in mind when you're looking online. Yes, you might see whether it's a, uh, especially Paradisus part of the malia properties there's the level there's the royal service there's different services there that allow you access to different restaurants different types of booze keep that in mind those are the things your travel advisors know not everywhere has all of those things
1: and these are all inclusive resorts
2: Yes, they're all-inclusive resorts.
1: So picking the proper package for for your needs is important up front so that you're getting what you expected. Is that that what you're insinuating there?
2: Oh, absolutely, because you're going to get there, and they're going to be like, oh, well, let's upgrade you to level service, so let's upgrade you to royal service, and it's only $1,000 more. And then by the time you're done, that price that I quoted you was still cheaper than what you would have spent, but then you went to the online travel agency booked it because you thought you were getting a deal. And and that's why it's so important to know. But then there are those properties that are out there that don't differentiate. Everybody's paying the same thing. There's no different levels, different types. Oh, well, well, you know, you have this this color wristband, so we're only going to give you this type of vodka or this type (laughs) of tequila. That stuff goes on out there. That's why your travel advisor is going to guide you accordingly. There's places out there for your budget minded traveler. And for those travelers that are budget minded, that's okay. But know that there's a reason why we say the things we do as a travel advisor. We've been there, we've seen the places, we've tasted the food. It's just like anything else. We are your experts in travel. And I might something somebody said the other day, uh, Matt, you're forty six dollars more expensive. Can you can you match that price? <laughs> And I was like, "All right, yeah, let me reach into my pocket, and I'll give you forty six dollars." But when you get there, you'll understand why it's forty six dollars more expensive. You know, it's that, but that's what goes on. It's, right. it's truly, oh, sure. it, it's really why everybody has thought when you have an iPad that you're an expert on travel and you can read Travel Advisor. Nobody's running home after a trip and running to Travel Advisor to write a good review. People who write reviews, majority of the time, are pissed off. They're annoyed. They're angry. Yep. They're not happy about something. Nobody's coming back to say, oh, you know what? I had a great time at this resort. They might, but that's not the first thing in their mind. When you're pissed off, you're writing a your review. Yeah. You're going online. How are you going to express your anger and your frustration?
1: <laughs> that's that's for sure. That, that, <laughs> that's, that's what gets expressed really more than your, your pleasure.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Well, when you're when you're there,
0: what what other things, is, you know, as far as like day to day things that you like to do? I mean, obviously you're at a beach and it's it's a you know, it's a Caribbean. Um, but is there any place that's kind of really cool or must be, see things to do when you're in, in Punta Cana?
2: Well, if you're in Punta Cana, you have to go to Coco Bongos. You mm. have to spend that. Well, I mean, if you if you're there without the kids, you can't bring kids to Coco Bongos. But um, a couple of great things about Punta Cana: fishing. Diving, Coco Bongos is a great thing. You have Coco Bongos, they're there, and they're also in Cancun and Playa de Carmen. And one of the amazing things, if you've never been to Coco Bongos, you, you pay one price, you get in, there's all you can drink, cheap vodka, cheap alcohol. But the shows, the atmosphere, the environment that you're there with, and whether it's the Michael Jackson impersonator and every all the other bands that are coming out, and they're, the vibe is incredible. So definitely, if you're going and you're going without kids or you're going with a babysitter or you have a nanny with you and you can sneak out for an evening, definitely check out Coco Bongo's. Uh, fishing, definitely some great options to go fishing in Dominican Republic, as well as uh, it is one of the greatest spots to go scuba diving. Hmm. Uh, I have not scuba dove, in a scuba dove, scuba dive. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't done scuba diving in a long time. Uh, I can't equalize my ears. Um, the, just the pressure, it's just not there. And then these days after breaking my back, it's no way I'm putting a scuba tank on my back. So, uh, but if you are looking to go do some good scuba diving, it is, um, plentiful in, uh, Punta Cana. You can do ATV tours. You can do, um, some tequila tasting, rum tasting, any possible excursion that you want to do while you're in Punta Cana can be done. It's safe. I would not just get up, leave the resort, walk out of the resort. Most of these resorts are so set off the main road, it's not like you're walking out of the resort and kind of just walking down the street like you would in Playa de Carmen type uh, environment. Yeah. But there so- are some great, great excursions
1: there so uh the the fishing scuba diving tequila tastings etc those are on the resort or they're outside the resort
2: uh, a little bit of both um some of the excursions you can do you can do tequila tasting and rum tasting on any resort um <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even need an excursion for that you don't even need <laughs> to leave the pool <laughs> exactly yeah, it's, it's, it's the pool bar excursion from once it's from the non-sun side to the sun side uh, the fishing you have to leave. A lot of times you have to leave the resort because they don't have the docks on uh, on the beach side for that. You would have to, you know, get in with one of our travel partners, uh, your DMC, if you will, to bring you to the docks. Uh, same thing with scuba diving, because the boats are not, I mean, some of the boats will beach themselves and you can jump on the boat, but, uh, and same thing, you can go parasailing and catamaran, uh, going on a catamaran uh, but a lot of those day trips are um, get in a, a cab or get in a, uh, a car service that are going to bring you to the to the docks to get you there and as far as in the evenings for tequila tasting or rum tasting it depends on what your um, interest is um, I remember being at the Iberostar store grand in the evenings they do have a wine tasting uh, partner they have a cigar lounge there so if you're a big cigar smoker um, you can partner a good scotch or whiskey with a cigar, and that's all included, especially at the Grand at star. So take advantage of that. You know, I know I, I know one of you guys is drinking uh, a scotch or a whiskey or something. A <laughs> the bourbon, there you go. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure that they can make accommodations uh, for bourbon.
0: Oh, and, and we can make accommodations for tequila and rum.
2: So. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. And a good cigar. Yes. And especially, uh, we, like I said, we just did that wedding at um, Paradisus Punta Cana, and they had a cigar roller mm. that evening That's for blood. the reception. It was great.
0: That is pretty cool. Yeah. I'm sure the it's bojitas good. there are pretty good, too.
2: Yeah, they are. <laughs> I just speak from what, what I've been told. Yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> asking awesome. for a friend I absolutely <laughs> yeah well
1: it, it sounds like if you go to Punakana, whether it's the hard rock or or the grand uh albastar or, or any of them there's just a ton of stuff to do great food great drink uh good day trips whether it's fishing scuba diving whatever there's uh it's just a good place to go it, it, is that how you would sum it up
2: I would sound like that. And, you know, it's ironic that my, you know, my brother-in-law said it to me when we were going to Punta Cana the first time. He goes, oh, you know, I can't believe you're going to Punta Cana. I got sick when I went to Punta Cana. <laughs> and, and, and I'll tell you this, whatever destination you go to, and, and I'm going to take my travel agent hat off and I'm going to put my half half medical, half hat on. People go away all the time and they're like, oh, I went away and I got sick. And if you think about something, when you're in the pool all day and you're drinking and a Adult beverage and you're in the sun you become dehydrated you're probably not properly hydrating yourself you're hydrating yourself with an adult beverage and you're eating the food you're in the sun that you're normally not in you become dehydrated the number one sign and symptom of dehydration is vomiting and diarrhea So don't think when you go away and know everybody's like, oh, my God, Matt's talking about this. Don't think you (laughs) went away to Punta Cana, you went away to Cancun, wherever you went away. Oh, my God, I got sick because I went to that location. No, you didn't get sick because you went to that location. You got sick because you went there and you got dehydrated and you didn't take care of yourself. That's why people make fun of me. I'm drinking bottles of water as I'm chugging my adult beverage in the pool and getting up every five minutes to go use the bathroom. But remember to hydrate. That's important. You're, just, in sun. you're in the you're in the sun or the Mexican sun. It beats you up. Sunscreen. My wife puts the SPF four oil on and she's trying to bronze herself and burn herself. And I'm putting the SPF seventy nine on. It's like
0: you go ahead and go back to the room at two. I'll still be out here having my cocktail. That's
2: right. Exactly. So. Don't think that when somebody says, oh, I went to this location and I got sick, you didn't get sick, you didn't get food poisoning, you probably got dehydrated, yep. and yep. Th- and that's probably what it is. So yep. don't ever discriminate against a, a particular destination, and, I-, and I-, I-, I hear it all the time, oh, I went to Mexico 25 years ago, and we were in Cancun. <laughs> Granted, it's 25 years ago. Everything's changed in 25 years. Think of New York City, where <laughs> 25 years ago to now is. Yeah. You well, know? Even
0: the person who left there, he's changed a lot in the last 25 years.
2: Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. Well, so yeah,
1: can, I, I, can. I, the the hydration is probably the biggest thing. We, we tend to partake in, in the various alcohol uh, uh, availabilities at the different places we go to, but we know to have a bottle of water with us at, at all times. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. You gotta, stay, you gotta stay hydrated. It's super important. Don't you know? Don't drink from the tap. That's why there's bottled water everywhere. And 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 you know, I will we'll do a vodka soda, bottle of water. Vodka soda, bottle of water. Tequila, tequila, bottle of water. Tequila, 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 bottle of water. You, you gotta you gotta keep a little bit of hydration going, and you'll see a, a lot of different. Also, remember the way the food is made. And prepared in a Caribbean island is not the same as the U.S. or in North America where we're used to things a certain way, whether it's even the dairy. So things affect our gastrointestinal system a little differently. And people get, oh, my God, I went away and I got sick. I'll never go back to that island again. Probably not you. I'm sorry. It's probably not the island. It might have been you. It might have been the island. It might have been something bad. Don't write it off. If you've been to a resort in a particular island and you did not enjoy it, that doesn't mean the entire island was horrible. That's like saying you went to Italy and you didn't enjoy Milan, but you had a great time in Venice, Florence, and Rome. You're not going to never go back to Italy, right? right. Oh no, absolutely. Don't don't write off a particular island because you went to a resort and didn't like it, especially when you you picked the Groupon for <laughs> the lowest cheapest thing that you possibly have paid – when you pay $199 for five nights, all-inclusive, <laughs> think about what you're getting. That's that's uh,
1: sage advice
2: there. There you go. Because when you break down five nights over $200, <laughs> and, and the food is – We'll leave the drink, light on. And exactly. <laughs> the, yeah, the, Yeah. we won't say the name. Right. You get what you pay for. And that's that's – the best advice I can ever give to somebody, even even those that are out there looking for a deal, there's deals to be had, but you have to look at the value. Yeah, absolutely. Of the yeah. We do it all the time. I mean, yeah.
0: we always. I mean, nobody wants to overpay for anything, so you're always looking for mm-hmm. a good deal. But there's a fine line between being cheap and getting a good deal. So, yep,
2: absolutely. And yeah. that that's that deal right now. Like I said, that that Hard Rock and that and and the all inclusive collection, is your Hard Rock, your Eden Rock, Nobu, Unico. And if anybody is looking for an adults-only, all-inclusive, if you've never been to Unico 2087, it's right on the border of Riviera Maya and Tulum. Oh, yeah. Nice. If you're looking for an all-inclusive, adults-only, five-star, that's it.
0: Yep. Well, you got yeah. us convinced. I think yeah. Jim and I were looking at each other like,
1: okay, we're ready to go. Yeah, no, absolutely. So we might be doing that. We might be booking that's- here soon.
0: Well, we're excited, yeah. too, yeah. though. We were talking before the podcast, right? Our- another place that neither that's, one that's of us definitely have
2: been the one to go to. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we were, I was just saying we were, we we're excited because there's another place that yeah. you mentioned. You just recently went to that neither one of us have been, which is with is Poland.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We were just in, yeah, we were just there in, um, in November of 2019. Um, uh, it was, uh, we were there for, for the travel agent forum. Um, that was, um put together by uh TMSG Travel Marketing Show Group and we were in Poland and it was breathtaking.
0: Was that in Krakow?
2: Well, we stayed in Poznan uh for the Travel Agent Forum and then the post part of the trip was in um Krakow. Okay. We went there after the fact, but we, um, I had actually did a pre fam, the actual forum, and then the uh, a post fam, which hit a couple of different uh, places, and uh, one of them was uh, Krakow, which is just incredible. Really? That, yeah, that's,
1: that's really cool. Most people don't think of Poland as, as a travel place, and 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 we uh, Tony and I have both been wanting to get there. Um, but it's still not on your radar when you're you're thinking of trips you want to do, especially in Europe. You're thinking, you know, Paris, Prague, um, Budapest. Nobody thinks Austria. of Poland, yeah, but they I'm, never think of uh, Poland at all. So I, I think it, it, it's really interesting to, to get your take on, on your experience there. Was this your first first time there?
2: It was not my first time in Poland. I'd actually been to Poland once before. I actually have a Polish heritage, and um, it was. Not my first time there. And it was uh, it was my first time there with a, a big group of people. And I absolutely fell in love with every last little bit of it. And to go to Krakow after, you know, for the post-spam part of it, with a, a group of travel advisors that um, we had a blast. The old town of, of, of Krakow was just... Breathtaking, incredible—the views, the beauty, and the price point. If you're thinking about looking for something, uh, I, I do know that a LOT Polish Airlines was was looking to do direct flights, actually starting in May from JFK to Krakow direct. I don't know if that's still going to happen with everything that's gone on, but to fly from the U.S. to Poland and and even take the train down there and, and stay in Krakow, it was. Absolutely, absolutely incredible.
0: Yeah, we, we we tend to stay in the the old quarters of, of, of any especially Europe. Right. You know, we get the European cities. Mm-hmm. But so when you guys were, were in Krakow, um is there a particular part of the old city that you stayed in or a particular um location or um so hotel stay, that you stayed that you preferred? Yeah,
2: we, we actually we actually stay at the Sheridan. It's okay. right outside the old town. Um For anybody who's ever been to Europe, you know when you go to Europe, it is a – the rooms are small. Yep. They're tight. So we were in a Sheraton, and it was incredible. The rooms were large. The beds were comfortable. Uh, We had just come off of between a pre-fam, the the conference, which was actually at the Novotel in Poznan, which was actually Mm -hmm. also awesome.
0: Yeah, I love Novotels.
2: Uh, to a couple other places and then here we are we hit the Sheridan right outside the old town you're right on the river the views they have a rooftop bar restaurant it was breathtaking.
0: Nice. Are you walking distance to, walk. to Old Town at that point?
2: yeah sure a okay. five minute walk to the old town. We did that a couple of times. We did the uh the walk we you you could try calling an Uber and then you realize the Uber drives you like Fifty feet. <laughs> right. <charges> the <laughs> they like, yeah, we're here. Yeah,
0: that's when you feel embarrassed, like, oh, and, shit. And,
2: yeah. And you, you cannot. There's no driving through the old town, so it's it, it's all there. It's all, um, it, it's you, you just walk through. It's there. Nobody's gonna bother you. Um, there's some great halal places on the way back. Grab a slice of pizza. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're leaving, uh, shine at four o'clock. You know, in Poland time in the morning and. You can just use the excuse and say that it's a six-hour time difference, so that's why you're.
1: <laughs> well, well, it I, I, I hear Krakow in Poland's pretty, pretty uh, has a lot of great old type, old style bars, and 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 it's big on their vodka and their and their
2: beer. Their uh, local beers. They have some of the most incredible, incredible beers and vodka.
0: Really, uh,
2: huh. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher how I say zubrawrich. Uh, vodka. So one of the stories I actually told in a podcast last week uh, about my trip to Poland, I go up to the bar to order drinks for the 12 of us that are at this restaurant. And, you know, at the end, every, here I am thinking, I'm like, all right, I'll order this round, and it'll cost me a couple hundred dollars for my round, and I'm done for the night, and each one of the 12 of us will take turns. And they go to me and they're like, yeah, it's however many Zwalta. And I, I'm trying to calculate that in my head. And it comes out to like $36 US for 12 drinks. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> how much is a bottle? <laughs> <laughs> and they're, and she tells me the number in Zwalta. And I'm trying to calculate this. And I'm speaking into Google Translate slash Google Voice. And comes out to like 30 bucks. So I'm like, all right, I'll take two bottles at that point. So now you want two bottles. You're not looking for the pomp and the circumstance. And now they come out with the sparklers and they're trying to move out the VIP <laughs> section for us. And, now you're and, a rock star. Pushing everybody out of the way. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. no. I, I just want, like, just give me two bottles. So from that point forward, we drank vodka by the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> bottle for him. Bottle for exactly. me. Bottle it, for it, you. It, it's, it's, it, exactly. As Billy Joel would say. You know. <laughs> right. That's exactly how it is. in, But the U.S. dollar is so strong to the Zwalta that it was so inexpensive to drink and go out and eat and have a good time in Krakow, the the old town. Whether you're going for a horse-drawn carriage ride, you're going to a, a place like H- Hard Rock Cafe. Hmm. All of us, uh, are, one of our last nights there, there was, uh, I think, 15 of us or 13. 14 of us plus our tour guides that went out for drinks and we went to Hard Rock Cafe and we piled in and all of us to eat and drink was nothing. You know, you would think, you know, here in New York or even in the States, uh, you know, $1,000 for, say, 15 people to eat and drink. If it was 300 bucks, it was a lot. Oh, my goodness. And, oh, wow. Yeah, it was absolutely <laughs> Okay. So,
1: so yeah, we need to, we
2: need
0: Poland years. on our. When's our Poland generator?
2: opening up? <laughs> uh, Poland is open. They're ready to go. We have a great right. DMC, a destination management company with um, Sky Travel Network. We have some of the best best tour guides ready to go, ready to take you there, and. You tell me when, and we're off. Let's let's get on a flight oh, and let's head to Poland. Yeah. It's been higher on our
1: list. We went. To, well,
0: when not we go to Prague? Joe? Was that
1: Prague? Was three 50, years? Yeah, two thousand fifteen. Oh, it's five,
0: God, five years. years.
2: Now. It, it. Takes it. Prague to a whole different level. Oh,
0: yeah. So, but it was one of it's those things exactly. that I always wanted to go to Krakow, and, and we were gonna think about throwing in jumping over to Krakow. There's just too much going on. At we we end up going, there.
1: Well, we were going to Oktoberfest. <laughs> yeah, we went from so. Prague to Oktoberfest to the Krakow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know.
1: So. But yeah, that sounds awesome. Oh, that does. That that sounds great. And, and and there's a lot of. It looks like there's a lot of other great things. It Looks like the the downtown market, the the main market square there is incredible. And Saint Mary's Basilica, uh, the yes. Town Hall Tower just looks like a great old town with lots of uh, aesthetics and architecture and and just that old European feel.
2: There are some great great things to do while you're there. You know, uh, one of them obviously is the salt mines. Mm-hmm. and uh, there's a picture that I have I'll share with you guys um, that's with our group in the salt mines. When you go down into the salt mines, uh, the, the Polish people are very religious, uh, especially after the war, they're very Roman Catholic. Uh, the Jews obviously fled during World War II. Uh, I am a Polish Jew. Uh, my grandmother, being Polish, uh, fled here to America. Uh, very Roman catholic and you go into the the salt mines and they are filled with chapels everywhere oh wow um uh, and carvings of of jesus and the cross all throughout and there there is this main uh, ballroom in the in down in i won't say the basement of of the salt mines but there's just one picture that is just breathtaking, and when we were there, we ate dinner in the in the salt mine, and there happened to be a boxing match or a wrestling match or MMA type uh, thing going on that <laughs> night. Yeah, it's something something <laughs> along those lines. Uh, but Krakow is a, a destination that you can then spend your day doing a trip like that. You know, you know, and if that's a half day. Go to do the salt mines. There's a lot of steps involved in that. It's also a place that um Without completely ruining the, the the moment and making it somber, is not too far from from Krakow is Auschwitz and Birkenau.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: And uh, it's something I spoke about on a podcast a week ago. And uh, with my heritage, I think it's very important. And it was a topic with my travel agent group of whether or not they were going to go to Auschwitz and Birkenau. And it is. Something that is super important when we talk about, especially things that are going on in our times today, and we talk about um, understanding and learning about our history and our past, it's important. It's an important day trip that you can take from Krakow, uh, whether it's a private tour or an organized tour, and you go there and you can see, you can smell, you can feel from the second you enter the town of Auschwitz and you see the railroad tracks to the moment you step in and you go under the metal sign of Auschwitz. They then take you through that part of, of the, that is what was called the labor camp of Auschwitz. And then you do what's called the March of, they call it the March of the Living, where you march from Auschwitz into Birkenau, which was the death camp. And then you walk through that tunnel it's still there, and it's awestruck to see not just what's still there here in 2019, 2020, but if you look off into the distance and you look past the fence line, there's there's houses. There's people just living there. People, their laundry is, is hung over the fence line, and just imagine living, and you look over, and you see that a place that during World War II and during the Holocaust, 1.5 million people died in that particular place.
1: Uh, that's powerful. It is powerful.
0: I, it, the only thing that can—I mean—we've been to a few places. I mean, the most yeah. recent was when we went, went on to, that right, same yeah. trip to Munich. We went to Dachau. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Yeah. There, anytime you go to those, it, it, it is really a moving moment. I mean, and that's that's part of the reasons. I mean, one of the reasons we love Europe is there's just there's so much history there, and it's just it's definitely a, a powerful thing to, to visit.
1: Oh my yeah, and say,
2: say, oh absolutely, it's it's incredible. But Auschwitz and, and that's is, definitely
0: well, Auschwitz is uh, that's, that's the crown yeah, jewel. I mean, it's like that kind of it's always been on the list. as I mean, I don't want to sound you know like I'm a crazy person, but I mean, it's just one of those things I'd like to to experience. see because experience and mm. and just to kind of you know, it, it, this is one of the big things we love about travel. You know, Matt, we've talked about this before, and it's why we encourage people to travel because until you can go and and, and somewhat walk in another person's shoes and kind of see what you can see and, you know, be around it and and just feel it, it's amazing the presence that exists. And it just, it just makes the world shrink a little bit. And you realize that the people that even if they're 6,000 miles, 10,000 miles away from you, you have a lot in common and you're not that different. And, you know, we all want the same things, you know, fun, happiness, family, good things, you know, so it's kind of wild.
2: It, it is, and it's it, it makes us realize that no matter what our background is or where we come from, we're all humans. Yep. And as, as somebody posted recently on my Facebook, um, uh, obviously, you know, we, we know my background, coming from the police department, and with with the current times, and there's a lot of controversy going on. At the end of the day, whether the color of your skin is light, dark your background, whatever it is, we all, our blood is all red. Yep. And we are all humans no matter what. And we have to remember that something like that is something we have to make sure never happens again. Yep. And, and, and that's something, and I I did not have a, a, like I said, in my previous talks or talks about this is my first experience there was not the greatest, and I was not impressed in, in the sense that you know, I went there and I, I didn't feel that reverence. I felt that it was uh, too touristy and I felt it was too commercialized, but I still felt it was very important. And as we move forward in life and with what's going on in current times, we have to remember that no matter what, we're all humans. We're, we, we all have to love each other no matter what. And travel is part of that. And that's part yeah. of who we are it's so so important.
1: Yep, I nope, totally I, agree.
2: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Um kind kind of starting to wrap up on 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 Krakow and, but along the same lines as Auschwitz uh Oscar Schindler's factory was in Krakow wasn't it
2: or very near there? It was very close to it. Yes, yes. If um those who remember the movie uh, yeah. uh, a lot of it was filmed right in that area right over there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I mean, a lot of you—you it, it, you don't think of Krakow like you think of Berlin and London and Paris and and all that for history, because I guess Poland. Well, I guess partially because it went behind the iron curtain for a while, and exactly was just sort of on the wrong side of geography when they divided a things too up. Far east, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, so people don't yep. think of it, but it—it's yeah. it, amazing the the amount of stuff that went on there. So, yeah. so really incredible. Um, yeah, it is. Any any final thoughts on Krakow or any, anything else there? Uh, obviously, we talked a little bit about uh, uh, the wineing part, the the drinking part, but were there any good food experiences there?
2: Oh my God, the food was just incredible. I, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. European food. If you're open, if your palate is open to something unique, uh, when we went in November, it was uh, the season of goose. Oh wow! I'm saying this if mm. I'm remembering this correctly. It was it was bird season, if you will. But right. it was not something that I had ever really explored, or you know. I'm used to Polish cuisine of being some pierogies and right. some bigos and stuff and sauerkraut, uh, kibasi, if you will. And it really uh, that was their time of year. That was their delicacy at the time. And wherever we went. Their food, if you think so much of where I'm from here on Long Island is uh, Irish Italian culture. And everybody thinks back to, you know, Ireland or Italy and, and, and that food culture. It's the same thing in Poland. It's everything is around circulates around food. And even here in America, everything is around the dinner table, the kitchen table, the kitchen. And that is so important to keep in mind that whatever culture you're in, uh, you're, you, you were talking about Germany and, and, and go, going to Oktoberfest. It's it's so important. We as humans draw ourselves towards food, drink, and family. Absolutely, and that's something that is uh, ingrained in the Polish um, people. Uh, food it was just it was just as incredible as, as going out and having that Polish vodka or that Polish wine they opened up their homes to us they opened up their restaurants to us they they treated us like family it was the food was incredible they put their heart their soul into it just like any other um, ethnicity or any other um, country that's there they put every second and every ounce of love into what they are offering to you in their restaurants. Wow. That's awesome. That's
0: great. <clears throat> I mean, there's something, I mean, again, it's magical when you, when you get together and you have a bite together, have a drink together. The, the communication that happens with people is just awesome. That's why I love to travel and love the cafe scenes and just the restaurant scenes and just hanging out with people. It's Hanging out with locals it's... is how we love to travel. So. Absolutely. Yeah, it,
2: it's it's really magical. And when you think about that square in the old town, and uh, the food outside, uh, uh, eating on under an umbrella, and that's new here, you know, here in New York, we're just opening up two days ago. And I look outside right now. And I look across from my office, and people are eating in a parking lot and eating in, you know, <laughs> outside. That's new to us out here. Yeah, you might eat by the water, and there might be some restaurants. We never had restaurants outside. That's normal in Europe. Yeah, that's exactly. normal. Yeah, and, and that's new absolutely. here for us here. So I, I hope that it's something that we embrace. And for those who are looking to go to Europe, please embrace that. Em- embrace the heritage. Embrace their culture. And learn something from travel. Absolutely. And that's so important. Uh, absolutely. Uh,
0: exactly They've been right. doing it a few more years than we have.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yes definitely yeah, a, a couple of weeks more right
1: <laughs> nah, good yeah. stuff good stuff well Matt we really appreciate it today we, we've come uh, quickly very quickly uh, we've come to our hour and actually uh, exceeded it a little bit uh, but man that was a lot of great information and, and we really appreciate it um, and, and if you can get us information on the graduate trips that'd be great we'll, we'll share that as well uh, but once again thank you very much any uh, parting thoughts
2: well uh, thank you guys so much for having me I will obviously definitely get that information out to you guys um, for those listening whether it's the K travel group it's a, a travel agent you know locally or anybody when you're gonna book your trip think of a local travel agent it's not just about uh, you know using a travel agent for the sake of it it's you're, one, you're supporting a local business, you're using an expert in travel, somebody who has that experience and will guide you properly, they will find you that best possible deal Use and support us in the travel industry, whoever that might be, find somebody you're, you're, you're close to, find somebody you can trust and and support the travel. And when you're ready to travel and when you're comfortable and you feel safe, we will be here to help book your trip.
0: Great, Matt. How how can they get a hold of you again?
2: Uh, the easiest way is mattyktravelgroup.com. I'm on all forms of social media, Maddie K Travel. Uh, you can find us Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I think I'm even got a Snapchat account that somebody set up for me. Uh, but all, all me LinkedIn, yep. uh, Mattiek Travel, Maddie K. Do a type in Maddie K. you can find me cool so of course
0: we'll put it in our in our show notes too on the website for absolutely. this episode as well so thank absolutely. you so
2: much guys guys it's 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 been absolutely amazing to take the time today and and spend some time talking travel talk about some previous trips and uh, and good things to come uh, it, it's gonna be challenging getting the world back open but I see us we really are going to come out on top of this no matter what absolutely yep. that's what we do right absolutely. Great. That's it. Well,
1: thank you, Matt. We really appreciate it. And everyone, uh, this is uh, Friends of Carry On. You can find us at friendsofcarryon.com. Please uh, go there and subscribe so uh, you can get our our podcast every week as they come out and look for some upcoming uh, uh, surprises or benefits that we're going to be unleashing here in the near future. Yep, the new fan page. The new fan page and um, and on all the social media at friendsatcarryon.com so thank you very much thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next time thanks guys thank you
0: be sure to join the Friends next week for another great discussion don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already you can also find the Friends and other content at www.friendsatcarryon.com or check us out on Twitter Instagram and Facebook by searching Friends at Carry On thanks again for joining us And don't forget to carry on, friends.